This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Liss. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Wow! My microphone smells horrific. Wow. Oh, who was on this thing? Jesus Christ. Well, I saw a couple of strange characters in the waiting room. Yowza. This smells like a... Jewish locker room. Yeah, I, I saw a, a Jew fro and a, and a, a standard fro. Aha. Uh-huh. So well, it could have been one or the other. I know what fro I'm on. <laughs> this thing's got a, a bad beard stench. Yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody had the locks. We had every fro represented. Hey, Shelby, could we hit the clock there? We're at one second. It's not going up. And this is a long second. Clock. There it there is. There she blows. I'm going to add that to the end of my mind mentally. You ever been clocked? What does that mean? Punched? I, yeah. Had your clock cleaned? I ran track and field, so I got clocked all the time. I uh, ran a 51-second 400-meter Is trial. that right? Is yeah, that I could really cook. Well, That's you pretty got good. The, you got the legs. You got some good stems. Well, my stems didn't fire, you know? I had uh-huh. to go like a distance. I was a good distance. I could really mm. outlast them. It's similar to comedy. Uh-huh. I was not sprinting out of the blocks, you know what I mean? I kind of stumbled, but now at Marathon, that 18th year... I'm off and running. Got it, got it. Well, but I've been punched in the head. We talked about it recently by a fifth grader, Jeff Meehan. Oh, yeah. Right in the temple of the dog. Wait, wait. You were in Jewish temple? No, in the temple of my head. Oh, I see, I see. I was going to say, I got punched out once. I think I told you this. I got knocked out, uh-huh. woke up, had pissed myself. Oh, boy. Let's talk about embarrassing. Two-time embarrassment. Yikes. The piss and the knockout. And I had like the, I got knocked out on a lawn on like a popular street in New Orleans, and I woke, I came to, and there was like the old lady, the gardener, the mailman, oh, wow. like all above me. You were woke. I was awoken <laughs> by everybody, the whole cast and crew, the milkman, the, well, the cop, everybody. Well, if you're woke, I'm glad everyone was represented, or else you would have written a blog. That's true. There was diversity. But uh, I did the whole like, where is he? Let me at him. But I was too too uh, too fucked up. To yeah, yeah. And it then what, at what point did you realize there was urine in your pants? Uh, immediately. Oh, okay. It was warm and wet and urine Well, one of my favorite things that's ever happened to everyone, my favorite stories, and I won't name names because uh, he's older and sober Communist. and gay now, but we had a big party at old Mike Whitman's house. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think it was Halloween. It was like a Halloween party. It was like one of those nights where everyone's waking up still kind of in costume, like this mascara running and like sure. I got a dick in my mouth and... Batman's over there taking a shit. Right, right. Uh, wait, wait, you, it's in the morning. It is the morning. Okay, got uh, it. It's probably like noon. We probably all went to bed at 5 a.m., you know, so yeah. it's like noon or whatever. And we get awoken. We're all sleeping in the living room. I mean, we're all adults. Everyone's like 25, 30, 35, 80. Oh, yeah. So uh, we just get woken up by one of our buddies, and he's like, real funny, guys. Real funny. You know, you ruined my cell phone. And we were like, what? And he's like, the old water on the pants trick, huh? Uh, you fucking ruined my cell phone. <laughs> and we were like, what? And everyone's got like one eye open. We're like, what are you talking about? He's like, who's the jokester? Uh-huh. Who's the funny guy oh, that yeah. dumped the water on my pants? Mm-hmm. My f- you owe me a new phone. And then we're all like, yeah, I don't think we- that's not really what we do. Like, we're, yeah. not, we're adults. We're not just dumping water. We're not 12. Right. And then uh, he's got like a huge stain. And everyone just starts laughing and sticking. He's like, it's not funny. Not funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, Finally, uh, someone was like, hey, pal, I think you might have urinated inside of your pants. Oh, yeah, the old bed wet. Then he's like, no. And then slowly, we're like, it's a perfect circle right on your dick. No one poured water. <laughs> and then he just had to, like, slunk her down and take his broken phone home. Yeah, well, the test is, A, it's warm, and B, you can smell urine. Yeah, yeah, you got to put your face down there. Try yeah. to suck your own dick. But uh, I pissed on my phone many a time because back in, like, the Nokia days, and it was always a bummer because... It sometimes it would turn on and sometimes it wouldn't. So you were like, "Damn, that was a lot of piss." Yeah. And also, you would see wet bubbles inside in the phone, in the screen. No so you'd kidding. Try to rub it off, and it would be. Oh, uh, you're like, "Oh, that's in there, baby." No kidding. 
Oh, sorry. I missed that. I thought you know, well, that was a stretch anyway. I liked it. I liked um, it. <laughs> oh, you're on a Motorola. That's not bad. Yeah, well, I'm trying here. That uh, that same party, something uh-huh. else funny happened. I'm trying to think of what it was. Let me just, oh, that was the party. You poured water on a guy? I poured water all over my buddy's dick and mm-hmm. phone. Uh, no, there was a time. I, this, is, this is like a little karma situation. I've held Tom Dustin. He... At one point, uh, he, he fell asleep. He used two couch cushions. He took the couch because it was a fold-out couch, so somebody got that. Okay. And then he took the cushions and slept in the cushions. But on the he floor. fell asleep. Yeah. But he fell asleep early. Mm-hmm. So I was still awake. Now it was time for me to go to bed. So this is what I did. Oh, wait. Oh, I fucked up the story. Suck my dick and call it a love story. Rewind. Rewinding. He had a blanket is what happened. He went to bed early. He had a blanket, uh-huh. and I said, I took the two couch cushions. I'm like, I'm a genius. There's two couch cushions sitting here. I'm going to take the couch cushions, make a little makeshift bed. No yeah. one's used them anyways. Now I got a couch cushion bed. Nice. But I need a blanket. Now this is where Tom Dustin comes in. He had already fallen asleep with a nice blanket. So I said, well, he's sound asleep. Mm-hmm. I'm wide awake. I'll take his blanket off of him. He won't notice. I steal the blanket. Not a great move. I mean, not, I'm not an asshole, but I'm, I'm taking a blanket from a guy. You're a blanket stealer. But he'll wake up and he'll, whatever. Maybe he'll drive home. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So I steal the blanket. But this is where the karma comes in. Karma the Kramer. couch cushions I was using were the very couch cushions he used as a urinal earlier in the night without ah, unbeknownst to me. Look at that. So he stood up, and I think he legitimately was in a blackout and thought the couch cushion was a urinal. So he yeah. just like, had his arm on the wall and just pissed in the couch cushion. Damn. I sleep in it, but I was hammered too, so I didn't notice it right away. So uh-huh. I wake up, and my whole side, shoulder to ankle, fetal position, soaked in my own buddy's piss you after didn't... I stole his blanket. So you slept in it? Yeah, because I just laid down and passed out. Right. But it didn't just immediately... Soak through. Yeah, it you know, takes like a minute. You like the and you pass out, and then you wake up, and I'm like, why am I soaked? And then everyone's like, oh, you slept on the piss couch cushion. Right. It, it was creeps. A, it was a lose, lose, lose situation. Yeah. Mike had his couch cushion pissed on. Tommy had no blanket, and I was marinating in piss. Yeah, and some other guy pissed himself. Yeah. Every- it was a real piss party. Piss party. Yeah. Holy hell. Pissing contest. Those were some fun times out in uh, Milton, Massachusetts. Yeah, I was a real bad sloppy drunk in my twenties, and uh, I had a, I was dating a lady at the time, and she had all these fun stories about one time I just woke up, opened the closet, and just peed in it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I thought it was a stall. Yeah. And then one time I uh, went into the kitchen, opened an igloo cooler, and peed in that. Uh-huh. And I, I'm trying. You know, it's all uh, attempted consideration, but you're so blacked out, you think these are bathrooms. That's what I, I mean. That's the shit in the shoe story. I shit right. in a woman's shoe. I, I didn't. I wasn't like, this will be funny. I'll ruin this woman's Nike. Yeah. And uh, I just thought, hey, there's a hole over there. It must be a... It's a receptacle. A toilet, yeah. Uh-huh. And she was not very receptacle of it, though. No, no. She was upset. No reception. I sent her 300 bucks and a Christmas card. Yeah, well, that'll help. Uh, one time I, I went to bed at a friend's house. This is when I was like eight, when I had a real problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if I told you this one. I wake up. There's eight heads above me. It's all my friends. And one of them, they're all staring at me in awe. Uh-huh. And one of them goes, why do you do this? Oh, oh geez. Crushing. Crushing. Oh, boy. And the, the ma, his mom was British, and she was like, all right, all right, get up, get up right down. And like, kicked me off the cot and was like, what the hell? I got to clean this. And she was furious. She had a bread roller. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was bad times. Her accent really came apart at the end there, though. Yeah, I can't do uh, the, uh, the, the whole sentence. Yeah, it's tough to do a full sentence. Right, oh, governor, cheerio. You wet the bed. On with you. It's Tally-ho. the Beatles. Yeah. Um, Peedles. The, the Peedle, peed everywhere. Ah, fuck, I lost it. Sorry, I got an itchy eye. I think it detracted from my uh, my abilities. Uh-huh. It's all better now. Hey, I had a real nice moment outside. Can lay, I tell you about it, on, it? Lay it on me. Well, I was leaving Alan's office. You always feel good when you leave the therapist. You feel a little... Sometimes. Yeah, you don't always. Sometimes no. you feel very sad and depressed. Some, and uh, Rough walks down those stairs. Yeah, I feel like I need a man to kiss on the lips to see if I like it. But A man to hug and kiss. This is one I felt good. I felt like, yeah, that's the ticket. Yes. I'm gonna, I always feel pretty good because I'm trying to better. I spent the last 45 minutes trying to better myself. Yes, you're learning about you and how to get better. And I'm I'm working. It's a work. You're it's a progress. I could be, you know, out, uh, you know, riding fences. Right. 
Uh, but instead, I, I did some work, and then I left, and I bumped into our pal Sam Morrill, one of our closest friends. Good egg, good comic, good friend. Keep an eye out for that special. He was running late, which is always, because I wanted to give, I gave him a big hug, and we hugged, and this lady kind of stopped short. She was right on our tail. Beautiful woman, by the way. Oh, yeah. So we de-hugged, and I said, all right, I'll talk to you soon. I'm going to go see the pants, blah, blah, blah. And then I bumped into her again, because she had now gone from behind us to in front of us, and I started walking. I bump into. I go, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And I gave her like a, like a hearty hit on the shoulder. Not that hard. Like a, like a hit on the shoulder because I had just on the shoulder. Yeah, on the shoulder, on the arm. And I was like, I'm sorry again. I shouldn't have touched you. That was inappropriate. And she's like, don't worry, you're fine, you're fine. Oh, I love that. And it that. felt good. I got a smile and a you're fine. It was like we both connected on these crazy times. Yes. And I felt bad. I had that moment of like, oh, why did I? I just committed battery. Nothing is sexier in a woman to me than a woman who's like doesn't give a fuck and just doesn't care and a, and just. Cool. Yeah, well, I love that. It's also just nice to have any human connection. Like the day on Super Bowl Sunday, I was walking. I had my socks hat on. These guys were in Patriots jerseys, and I just did a point in the gun, and they were like, "Hey!" And we both smile. It feels. It releases those endorphins yes. or metamucils uh, or whatever the hell it's called. Right. Yeah. Uh, endorphins uh, and what's the other one? Oh shit! What Pigeons. Is that? Enzyme. Oh, it might be an enzyme, but it's not an enzyme. enzyme. It's endochrome. M- molecular. What is that one with tits? The- Anal, you know, the one uh, where you sneeze and something good comes out. There's uh, a, the word for the sneeze. What is that, Shelby? Not. No, no. It, it released endorphins. Endor- I've been saying endorphins. Oh, but there's I another you said word. Dorphalfin. It's another word. There's endorphins and then there's like freelance photography. Dopamine. Dopamine. That's oh, it. That's it. Oh, dopamine. It's dopamine. All it releases right. dopamine. Two dopamines. Yeah. Great job. I bombed. I didn't see it. Uh, me neither. Uh, but yeah, some dopamine and some phetamines and some fentanyl. Oh, that'll kill you. <laughs> Tom so Petty. I've read. Uh, but anyways, so yeah, it felt good. She gave me the, you're fine, you're fine. Like she was laughing because she knew I was a good guy because here's what happened. She saw and heard the hug. I just left therapy. So ah, she knows I'm in therapy. Might have thought you were a homo. We just hugged. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, of six uh, two fellas hugging on the street. But you know, you bump into a straight, like you're used to like being at clubs and you see someone, you know, when you're skirting by someone, you kind of tap them on the back to let them yeah. know you're there. You're like, hey, right behind you. Sure. We do a lot of hugging and handshaking. So I just got in mixed up and she had a pleasant face. So I just kind of did like a... Ah, she, I was like, that was inappropriate. I'm sorry. She's like, you're fine. You're fine. Ah, I love it. Nice That's smile fine. exchange. And really, my endorphins were all over my... I would like to blast my endorphins on her tits, if you know what I mean. What if she said, ah, you're fine, and you went, you're fine. Well, something. now I'm too far, and I mean, I got a big old wedding ring on my dick. I'm just saying, it's fun to dream. Yeah, but she was pretty, and uh, really sweet. It was, it was, it was really a nice moment. And then I met you at Chipotle, and uh, now here we are. We're both gay. I had a good uh, little day, too, although I had that fucking... Three hours sleep. Oh, a Nothing. three hours sleep. Yeah, you know, you, you you finally conk out at, I watched the documentary, The Defiant Ones. Oh. I finally finished it. That's fun. Have you seen it? I watched half of it and went, all right, I'm fine. It's uh, it's all right. They, they blow Dre a lot. Like, hey, Dre had some bad stuff. Let's not forget. But uh, he's good at discovering people. Like, uh-huh. He found the game and Eminem and the other guy and Snoop Dogg and all that. See, with that movie, I like the old stuff. I love the, the old. The modern, I'm like, I don't yes. give a shit. Like, the, the Springsteen stuff. Yes. Yeah. The and Brooklyn. The NWA shit. Yes. The, all the new stuff. I'm like, ah, I don't give a snot's ass of well, what you're doing now. finding Eminem was pretty cool. I mean, this poor kid who was doing rap battles out of Detroit, the one white kid. Throwbacky. Okay, I'm talking yeah. about that. He's riding in his car now, listening to Nirvana, and I'm like, yeah, gives yeah, a shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, but all the Eminem stuff was fun, and I just like any origin story. So I, I watched that. I, I couldn't finish it. It's three in the morning. I go, I gotta go to bed. I lay down. I take a couple melatonin and a Tylenol PM. Wake up at six twenty, and I'm up. Ah. the worst. But then you're you're laying there. You're going, all right. I should just try to go back to sleep. Then you look at your phone. Then you hate yourself. And you're you're seeing so many things on Facebook and Instagram that you're like you're you're getting thousands of decibels of information. Yeah, Is bad it, dopamine. It's bad the opposite dope. of dopamine. Yes, it's shitamine. Dopa queen. Ketamine. That's something. Kerosene. Uh, burning you. Nude scene. I could have used one of those. Yeah. But you so, could have googled one. Uh, so, but we, ba- I banged the lady right before, and so I was riding high on that and jizzed all over, so that was fun, and then I passed out, but then I woke up, and you, you look at an inch of Facebook, and it's just racist, hatred, anal, Jews, cum-guzzling Nazis, and you're like, god damn, so now you think about that, then you think about everything, so I couldn't sleep, mm-hmm. so I just got up, and I said, fuck you, chugged a cup of coffee, went to the gym, then did my laundry, 
Uh-huh. Then went to B&H to get podcast equipment because we're going to start doing bonus episodes. We're going to have some bonus on the Patreon, folks. Let's oh, yeah. crank up this Patreon, for God's sakes. I'm dying over here. My mother's very sick, and uh, that's, a, uh, that's a lie. She's a little sick. She's fine. She's all right. I shouldn't have put that in the universe. My dopamine's going to, you know. Well, tell her to stop texting me. All right. Well, anyways, we got some bonus apps coming. First of all, there's already a lot of stuff on there. We got every live episode we've yeah. ever done is on there. And then we got uh, some Ari Shafir business. Yep. Queefs. And uh, a lot of queefs. So we're going to put some bonus shit up there. You're going to hear. Once a week. And you can still hear the uh, Oscar predictions, by the way. Ooh. Those are still up there. Those haven't come yet. We're going to do a Super Bowl wrap up one of these days. Ooh, all right, all right. I'm uh, down. That might already be out, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? But Who knows? go check it out. It's three bucks a month. Can't I mean, it. weekly bonus shit. Yes. Every week, you're going to have a bonus business for $3, for God's sakes. Love it. So, get up. I do, and I feel good. I race at Chipotle. I eat at Chipotle. You come meet me there. So I've already done a lot today, and then I'm gonna go do a thing later. But I'm feeling okay. I forgot my point. I had a point. Ah, uh, day. You had a good day. You weren't talking about the sleep. Ah, yeah. You said, "Yeah, I have a good day too." And yeah. then you said the sleep thing. All right, I guess the I had nowhere. Number. But, but uh, you did the right thing. You gotta when you can't sleep, you accept. You accept, or or should just lose the day. Yeah. You know, so I got a big nap plan tonight. Ooh, baby. A, a night nap? Uh, no, I'm going to do like a 5 p.m. nap or 6 oh, p.m. nap after the cellar thing I'm doing. I got you. But I, I can't wait to nap. But then you go home and you try to nap and you start looking at your phone and the computer and then you're fucked again. Nap is tough. I, I, I took out all napping. I'm out with napping. What? When I was a youngster, uh, uh, you know, drunk, I would nap all the time. But now I go, just get through it because then you don't want to fuck up your sleep tonight. Nah. Sometimes the nap fucks up your sleep now. And then also, every time I wake up from a nap, I feel depressed and anxious. Oh, really? I feel like a million anals. Oh, really? Because I don't know anyone that doesn't feel anxious after a nap. Woo, I feel great. Wow, well, you're the first one. I feel like a clean butthole. I'm just fresh. Usually you wake up and you go, what am I doing? You're all discombobulated and degrogulated. Well, you got to keep keep it uh, copacetic. 20 minutes. Yeah, 20, 30. You can't do these two hours. You're crazy. Yeah, if you go longer than 25, you're doing yourself damage, I think. Oh, really? Oh, well, good to know. That's what I read once on a, you know, popsicle stick. Well, you know, I used to have my business card on a popsicle stick. What do you mean? Well, you know, they have the joke on there. Uh Uh-huh. And so my ex-girlfriend was a graphic designer, and she said, you love these popsicle stick jokes. Why don't you put your information on the back? And I go, hey, that's pretty great, because it's got a joke on the front, info on the back, but then you feel weird. I got a pocket full of wood. Plus, if you sit down, they break in half. I've had a million broken ones, so they get like half a phone number. And you can't put it in your wallet. That's the whole part of a business card. Exactly. It goes in the wallet. I had like a, you know, a Ziploc full of wood and sticks. You had a bunch of splinters. Oh, yeah. You're handing out splinters. Pretty much. You know, every now and then people are like, this is really clever, wow, but most of the time people are like, what do you want me to do with this? Yeah. I'm going to get chased by, uh, you know, bees on the way home. It's so sweet. It's like a tongue depressor. It still had the stain on it from the from the, the pop. Oh, you used the actual popsicles? I had to eat a lot of sticks. Oh, this is a horrible idea. So it's got all my DNA on it. This I'm woman, licking like crazy. This woman's a quack. She should be fired. Well, it's a good thought. It's open-minded and it's interesting and creative, but yeah, it didn't well, really fly. I don't want to harp on the lady here, but a lot of these ideas, I was just talking about this with Sarah. A lot of people have ideas that are original ideas, but the, original, the reason they're original ideas oh, is boy. the idea sucks. Oh. Like, I remember talking to a guy one time, and he'll remain nameless as well, but he was a comic. He's like, I'm thinking about making my headshot a close-up of my pit bull. It's just oh, like a pit yeah. bull breathing well, in the camera. that's a bad idea. He's like, no one's ever done it before. And I'm like, well, no one's ever done it before because that's not what a headshot is. Yeah, it's a headshot's a, a photo of yourself. Right. You're not a dog. You I don't, see? Yeah, I don't even get it. Yeah, because he's a pit bull. So you're going to put pit bull pics up in every comedy club? In and it's going to say Steve Gagney, the pit bull, and it's just a picture of a dog. Where I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Not to mention, what's-his-face is already the pit bull of comedy. Bobby Slater. I might have been a bulldog, by the way. Ah, well, that's I don't know if he's a bulldog. <laughs> but <laughs> also, like, that's the same thing with the popsicle stick. It's like, no one's ever used this as a business card. And you're like, well, that's because it's not a business card. Yeah. Well, you ready for this little nugget? Uh, I think so. I hope. The ex-girlfriend... Engaged! Oh, boy. Well, good for her. Yeah, good for her. I'm happy for her. I'm looking forward to it. Front page of uh, Facebook. I, you know, you keep refreshing and it won't budge. It's just staying there like uh-huh. a 
slick on the highway. That's because they know. They know. They're watching you. Facebook knows. They can see your phone. They know you were out and about. Of course. They want to let you know. About. Yeah, a lot of about. Face. Big abouting. <laughs> oh, baby. I'm, uh, oh, yeah, it's brutal. It's uh, them with a the big smooch. He's got the, the, the foot up. But know? it can't be too brutal. You were the breakee. Ah, you're right. It's just, you never, I don't care. I don't, I'm not into her or anything. And I, I don't know the guy at all, and I'm happy for him. But uh, between you and me. There's some uh, listeners. Well, I'm just saying, I'm glad they're getting married. I don't want to marry her or anything. But between you and me, she sent me a few texts. Uh-oh, SpaghettiO. All right, this is getting out of hand. What am I doing? Here? All right, I'm well. I'm breaking up marriages. Talk to Alan. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not, you know freaking out about it. I'm just saying, I think it's a bad idea. Oh, I see where we're at. That's a bad idea, Engage. That's the issue. I think it's a bad idea for her. Let me tell you this. I've thought every engagement I've ever read about was a bad idea, including my own. 100%. I have money on yours failing. Oh, well, I'm joking. That's I'm bad joking. money. I, we're, I'm not a better bet DSI. We're but, old. I only got 40 years left. 40 years is nothing. I can do that with my eyes closed, my uh, asshole open. we got a long life ahead. 40 years. That's a lot of time. Nah, that's a little time. Well, look what Jimi Hendrix did in 27. Good point. Aha, uh -huh, I have a point. Not sure if that made sense. But anyways, uh, yeah, a lot of time. Every time someone's engaged or having a baby is another one. I'm pregnant. You go, oh, fuck that. That's going to be a dead big baby. Mistake, big yeah. mistake. I told you, every Thanksgiving, my brother has four beers. He pulls me to the side and goes, don't do it. Oh, yeah. A lot of that. A lot of that. Well, these people, these people with kids, God bless you for having kids, but everyone I talk to with a kid, their monthly nut is like 12, 8. <laughs> like, I got to make 13,000 just to yeah. stay afloat. And I'm like, my nut is 310 bucks. And then it's private school. It's uh, hockey practice. It's rim jobs. It's all this shit. It never ends. And the Bush women. Uh, the indigent. Um, it's tough. Good luck out there, folks. I mean, thank God everybody had it. We, we were kids at one point. So say we, we? Yeah, wee wee uh, in my pants. <laughs> Funny guy over here. But uh, thank God our parents had us, which seems kind of selfish because we're not returning the favor. But uh, maybe we're not fit to have kids, and maybe you aren't either. Well, there's no returning the favor because they don't exist. If we had kids, it would be returning the favor, I guess. But uh, Well, I'm not returning the favor, but uh, we're kind of screwing the pooch. What? Fuck the pooch. That's what screwing is. There's <laughs> no pooch. Well, no, we're, the, doing the, a, we're doing good. All right, I like that. We're keeping the world sustainable. Yeah, baby. Take your kids and stick them in your asshole and throw them in the dumpster because we got too many people out here. Abortions are good. I love abortions. Big are you abortion fan. I give ten bucks to Planned Parenthood every month, and if you don't like it, you can suck my dick because they took my warts off and uh, and whatever else they do over there. Who knows? Yeah, I, I've killed. I've had done a few abortions myself. Really? Operated. No kidding. I wait outside. I go, hey, if you need a volunteer, I'll stab that kid. What do you do? You go in there with your hand? And you just... go in, then you strangle the kid, and it's easy because it's a fetus. You can do it between the thumb and forefinger. Yeah, it's not really a kid. No. What I've read. That's what fisting is, I think. You're just punching a baby. You know what's the thing about the abortion? I, I'm, I'm on, I say fine either way. People are like, it's killing a baby. I go, all right, it's killing a baby. I get you. Yeah, it's fine. But I'm okay with killing the babies. I'm fine. It's not out yet. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, ah, you ruined the quiche, but it's still in the oven. Make yeah. another one if you want. Well, make a new quiche. Yes, and it's fun to make. Didn't care for that quiche. Nah, who needs a quiche? We've got enough quiches. I like a, I'm a big choice guy. Choices are good. French fries or onion rings, baby or no baby. There you go. I mean, I'm not saying get an abortion every three weeks, but I'm saying you get, you know, three, three, uh, three a year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think as many as you want, but I think eventually, if you keep having abortions, your uh, uh, insides get a little scrambled. <laughs> Is that right? I'm pretty sure I heard somebody say that on a popsicle stick, like an egg. Yes, it, it's eggs. It's all eggs. <laughs> It's all. That's what it it's is. It's all in there. pipes. Yes, it's eggs and organs and uh, I think a uterus and uh, what's that other one? Ovaries. Urethra. Oh, ovaries. <laughs> this show's ovaries. <laughs> well, you gotta get over your ex-girlfriend because uh, she's ovary. getting married. I'm over her. <laughs> I'm saying I'm worried about their marriage. I well, want it to last. I've been overeating and uh, <laughs> I've got to go on a diet. It shows. <laughs> Really? Nah, you look slim. Dude, I've been lifting weights, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah? I got some weights, and I lift them. I put them back, and then I go home. All right, well, send me a shirtless photo. I got a few on my phone. You know, I got I got an album that says uh, Workout Progress. I'm taking one every week. Oh, really? really? 
show the people who's boss like out a, there. A before and after. Yeah, I'm gonna have a before, during, and after, and then some more. Wow, that's a lot of a lot of photos. That's a whole series. Yeah, well, some more as a comedian. I'd take a photo of her oh, after yeah. I work out. She's solid, by the way. Oh yeah, I opened for her once. It was I was blown away how funny she is. Oh yeah, she's good. She's a pro, you know. And no one talks about her. Well, she's been in the news lately because Netflix didn't offer her enough money. I thought that was Monique. <laughs> it is. I'm kidding. It was a joke. Oh, okay. Uh, well, Monique sucks. Monique is crazy, by the way. Ah, oh, she's a kook. I mean, isn't that? Can I just go off on a little fucking politically tangent? Sure. You hear all this stuff, white privilege this, and white women, and that's white privilege, and white privilege, and it's like class warfare. This woman is complaining to the masses that $500,000 isn't enough money. Isn't that like a weird mm. thing where you're like, the average citizen's making like thirty eight grand a year, and like it, the economy is what it is, and unemployment and everything. This woman's yeah. like literally like, boycott Netflix. They only offered me five hundred grand. Right. I mean, isn't that the exact... That's the definition of entitlement. Definition of, of privilege and entitlement? Yeah, completely. I never thought about it like that. $500,000. My dad makes $40,000 a year. It's a great point. And she's mad that it's not, what, $15 million? I guess. Yeah, come on. I mean, Moni? can you imagine if that was like a, a petite, pretty white woman going, oh, oh my God, man. they only offered me five hundred grand. People yeah. would be like, fuck you, you uh, white you, privileged of cut. Of course, you're entitled. You think you get anything you want? Blow me. I mean, she's probably getting a plenty of shit, too. I didn't really... Look at the Twitter. I just saw the one thing. I was on Legion of Skanks. I'm like, this is insane. Well, I saw people I know like, hey, help out Monique, help her out, sucker dick, and all that. I'm like, really? I mean, could you be more out of touch with <laughs> reality? Yeah. $500,000? That's Cookie. a half a million dollars for one gig, one show. And I don't get what she, she's saying. Like, it's is it sexism or is it racism? Because Schumer got this. But it's how can you say it's racist if Chappelle and Rock and... Well, she seems... I mean, I don't know this woman, but she seems kooky. She said it's sexism and racism, and then the people she cited was Dave Chappelle and Amy Schumer. Right. I mean, literally in one sentence, she was like, it's sexist and racist. Look at how much Dave Chappelle and Amy Schumer made, yeah. who are a black person and a woman, if I'm right. not mistaken. But, like, Schumer sold out the garden a few times, you know? Like, could she do that? I uh, It's very uh, very odd, but 500000 uh it seems like a lot of money to me. She does have an Oscar. That's something. That's something. I mean, that seems pretty great. I mean, Yeah, another one of that. Probably made some good money for that, too. Do you get Oscar money? Well, you get a big basket with like a trip in it and stuff, but your Ooh. money goes up if you're an, like if you have an agent. You're like she's an Oscar winner and uh, yes. get her in a movie. Yeah, so, it goes into the uh, the resume. Again, I don't I don't know the woman, and I'm uh, I'm glad she's doing well, but it just seems completely out of touch and and privileged and entitled to say I didn't get enough money. It's only five hundred grand. Yeah, could I do that? Could I just go? Hey, I didn't get enough money for anything I've done. I guess you can, but. Uh... She seems strange, but maybe I'm not getting the full story and, uh, you know, full disclosure or whatever you say and dopamines. Yeah. I don't know anything about anything. But. I hear you. But part of me gets jealous of people like that because I'm like, man, I wish I had that much self-worth. I could, If I don't get something, I go, I got to get better. I got to work harder. I got to make them want me. I don't have that in me to go, ah, I'm going to complain on public social media. It's uh, very bizarre. I mean, I feel like, I mean, but I don't know. I feel like her fans would be turned off. They're like, we're paying... We're getting a babysitter and spending $100 to go see you, and you're bitching to us to boycott Netflix? Yeah, it's all very strange. Because you only got offered a half of a million dollars? Well, I think a lot of people are just like, hey, don't say anything. She's a black woman. We don't want to look weird. Oh. Well. We don't want to look, uh, you know, prejudiced. Ah. There's a lot of that going on. I hope I don't look prejudiced right now. It's very interesting the victim-offing everybody's doing, because, you know, like, you don't see a lot of attacking with the Muslim world with the certain people, and you don't see a lot of attacking like the hip-hop world because that's a whole cultural thing. We don't want to step on toes, and I'm gay, and you're fat, and the whole thing's a thing. I don't know what's going on out there anymore, but uh, can I just say this along the same lines? Can I get a joke in a Super Bowl commercial? Uh, is that what you want? It was all woke! There's amputees. There's a woman amputee for Toyota, as though Toyota has anything to do with amputeed women. And, yeah, uh, yeah, they can't drive. At one point, a guy, a rich white guy, gets kicked in the balls, and he falls over, and it cuts to a black woman laughing at him. It's all <laughs> doopy. I'm like, how about some tits and some joke? Even Sarah, my wife, is like, where are the tits and the farts here? Yeah, I miss tits and farts. That's a great radio team. Give me some tits and farts, and I'll tell you what else I could use is a nice new mattress. Woo-wee! Folks. All of I'm our listeners later. are invited to take advantage of Casper's competitive limited time President's Day offer for the first time ever. 
Casper has three mattress lines to choose from. The original Casper, the innovative Wave, and the streamlined Essential. Sleep in superior comfort the rest of 2018 and beyond with the help of the Internet's favorite mattress brand. Mark, you got one of these things. Tell them all about it, would you? I love the Casper. I made love on one last night. Slept on one last night. Lucky Uh, guy. You don't need the box spring. This thing is amazing. It's got just the right sink, just the right bounce. I love it so much. My parents slept on it. They made love on it. They filmed it. It's, It's a beauty. Uh, I am a big fan. It comes in a box, and you cut it open, and it, it pops open like a ballpark frank. It plumps. So for a limited time, visit casper.com slash savings and receive up to 200 clams off your purchase of 2,000 or more. That's a lot. Yes. The special offers expires on February 20th of this year. So Act fast. Get cooking, folks. See casper.com slash terms for more details. Visit Casper.com slash savings and receive 200 off your purchase of 2000 or more. You heard it here first, folks. Get on it! February 20th, it expires. Casper. I got to tell you about something fun I did. Ah, uh, please. Something exciting and fun and cool and just really exciting. All right. Did we say anything horrible just then? I feel terrible. I'm so worried. Uh, Well, we're just, uh, I think we're just keeping it clean and honest and gay. I don't know. We're, we're sick of woke and we, we all, we're all good people and we want to have farts. Well, I'm a progressive guy and I want fairness for everybody, but it's the goddamn Super Bowl. We got amputee. Whoa, whoa. I'm like, just yeah. sell me a car. Where's the I beer? Know. Where's the jokes? And there was a, um, the Martin Luther King speech was on during like a Chevy commercial. I know. They're, I mean, aren't they just exploiting this weird yes. shit? Yes. Yes. Suffering. It's like they're like, oh, women are, are suffering. Let's use it to sell some trucks. Of course. I mean, it's so gross and no one sees it. It's so transparent, but no one is bothered by it, it feels like. I think people are bothered. I'm bothered. We're bothered. Well, speak up, folks. It's uh, it's very strange. But anyways, I, I love everybody uh, equally and, uh, you know, what the fuck. I, I feel terrible about everything I've ever said in my life. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're not bad people, but that, that's what it is now. It's all about uh, what you say, and it's not about what you do. It should be about what you do. Yeah. You know, if you go, hey, I'm going to wear all black at the Golden Globes, everybody goes, you're a hero. Well, what about me? I didn't rape. Yeah, my shirt's white, but I haven't raped anybody. Isn't that better? Your shirt's red, Mark. Well, even though even red, it's, it's a lot of blood from her. Red is good. Red is good. Don't tell the uh, the Crips. You know, the study that red cars get pulled over with more frequency than other colors. I heard, I heard. So that's uh, that's racially motivated or, or colorably motivated. Redskins. Aha. Uh-huh. That's gone, by the way. No, they're good. The Indian chief Yahoo. Is Yahoo. Gone. Wahoo. I meant to say. Wahoo. Yahoo is an email. Wahoo is a I cartoon that is ruining being... the world. I guess. Yes. Yes. He's a cute face, though. I love that face. Yeah, it's like either way. What do I? What do I care? Go ahead. What about the Fighting Irish? That guy looks like an idiot. Well, there's Fighting Irish. There's all the kinds of crazy things. The Redskins, the Fighting Irish, the Seahawks. Who knows? It's all gonna be. I mean, the Seagulls. They're hurt. I like the bullets. Ah, that's no good anymore. That's gone. That one made sense to me. It's like it's the murder capital to the bullets. Let's get rid of it. I mean, wizards. I don't love. They went right to the you know KKK. Yeah, went to Grand. <laughs> I mean, it could have been the uh, you know the. The Nazis? <laughs> Something. Skinheads. But anyways, this isn't what the people want from us. They want stories, and I got stories. I got a few, too. You go. I got to tell you about this fucking great show I went and saw. Folks, if you're in New York City, get yourself down to the Daryl Roth Theater and see Derek DeGuardio. Woo! Star- it's a great airport. Yeah, it's called In and of Itself. All right, I like it. Is and it I- sexy? Ah, I mean, some ladies, heterosexual ladies might find it sexy, or a gay man, but I don't think so. I think I got a good ear and eye and nose and asshole for this stuff, and I don't think he's sexy. All right, got it. But he's magical, so maybe he is. Mm, I'm always miffed by what's sexy is. Same. Magicians get laid. I meet women, they're like, Mark is so hot. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I don't get it either. I'm like, he's half a retard, his hair's stupid, his tits are gay. (laughs) Yeah, this is all on my bio. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) But anyways, uh, uh, evidently I'm a nerd, ugly teeth piece of shit, and you're some kind of hunk. I don't see it. I don't know about hunk, but you got your part right. <laughs> I see the opposite. I got a couple of tooth stains and a herpes and a thumbprint and a forehead, but, you know. You got glasses. That's true, glasses. All right, so tell me about the, ma- the whiffed magician. Oh, God, you're right, I'm ugly. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> There's no mirrors in here. Who, her? 
She's ugly. Um, <laughs> so I go to see Derek DeGuardia. And you know me, I like to, I'm on the subway and I keep seeing this ad for like months, directed by Frank Oz, produced by Neil Patrick Harris. Wow. It says four stars, takes magic to a new level, suck your mother's tits. You're going to love it. So I said, I'm going to go get tickets right now. <laughs> I like to be impromptu, compulsive. So I said, hey, I'm getting tickets. I say, Sarah, you got anything to do Tuesday? She says, no. I said, great. I'm going to get us tickets to a show. I love it. So I get us two juicy ones for In and Of Itself, Daryl Roth Theater. And uh, What are you spending? Can I ask? Or is that a little purse? About 89 bucks a ticket. So about two hundo. Just around two hundo. But you know what? You're in New York City. you got to enjoy New York City. you got to oh, see yeah. some shows. Great town. Because a lot of these folks listening, we, we love you, but they're living in, you know, Bumblefuck, Idaho. They yeah. can't go see a magic show. Well, they can, but it's uh, done by the patchwork players at the back <laughs> of a middle school. Yeah, they got to go see their nephew. You yes, know. yeah. We're going to get the amazing... Orgasmo or whatever. Yeah, he's pulling a penny out of your ear. It's uh, you uh-huh. know, not that exciting. Yeah. So I say, I'm taking a Tuesday night. We're going to go see Derek DeGuadio. And Sarah's a little skeptical because, you know, we're comics, so we're cynical, we're skeptical, but and it's magic. Good for you. Can I say, I didn't even notice one of these posters. I go all over this town, up and down, left and right, never saw one. And if even if I did, I'd go, look at this cum guzzler, and I'd jizz on him, and I'd walk away. But you take it in. You're open-minded. I say, let's do it. I want to yes. go do it. I want to go see it and, and be part of the culture and society. And uh, Here, you know, here. Yeah. So I got the tickets, and we're, so we're a little skeptical, and we're taking bets on how much we're going to hate it. Because sometimes on a date, it's fun to just hate it. Yeah, you know? hate away. So we're saying, oh, 40%, 60%. But Sarah, I read about it. So I was like, it's not a mat. He's not going to come out with a box. With a bunny and have and a, a top hat. Yeah, a puppet and, like, you know, juggle. It's like a one-man show. It's like a themed show about identity and self-identification. Mm. and So it's kind of a one-man show. And he only does, I think, six tricks oh, wow. in an hour and 15 minutes. Bad or maybe magician. it's five. So it's like a real build-up thing. And he tells a lot of stories. And it's like, it's a, real, it's a one-man show All is right. what it is. This is getting worse by the minute. So when you walk into the theater, they have a bunch of, like a 500 cards that say, I am. And then there's a word underneath. And some are like, ninja. Uh, some say, gay. Or uh, nervous. Or procrastinator. Uh-huh. Entertainer. Okay. A ba- a fucking whatever. Some are actual jobs. And some are kind of jokey. And some are whatever. So you're supposed to choose one. And I chose entertainer. That was like the first one I saw. I went, oh, I'm an entertainer. I grabbed this one. Sarah grabbed procrastinator. Okay. So then we go in there. We all have a card. Then we give the card back. And we just have the top half that says, I am. Oh, this, so is, this is very interactive. This is going to come in later. So all we're right. sitting there. Come in me. Now the show starts, and it's all actors. Because I think it's an actor theater. It's like a school. It's on the uh, Hyman Roth Road. Not Hyman Roth. Who played Hyman Roth? Lee Strasberg Road. Oh, he's big. Yeah, he is big. He invented the uh, whatever the fuck. Juggling? No, the uh, method. He's like the method guy that taught everybody. Crystal? Crystal method. Yeah. Great hip hop artist. Oh, the, like when you when you when you do an actor and you completely engulf yourself yeah, in that. Yeah, he's like Pacino's guy and ah, De Niro's guy. He's Lee Strasberg. Got he's blah blah it. blah. Anyways, they named the street after the guy. Mm, he plays Hyman Roth. Um but anyways, so it's all actors, because I think we're the only ones that bought tickets, because it's a Tuesday. Mm. So I think they just give the actors, because everybody there knows each other. So uh. like, I think I got duped here. Yeah, it's the, the papered room. Yes, it's papered. Uh-huh. Especially so, with the I am's. A lot of I am paper. So we're sitting there waiting for the show to start. Now the show starts. The lights go down. It's exciting, because you don't know what it's going to be. It's going to be magical. And I love magic, by the way. Oh, it's really? It's magic. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, I love it. Do you believe in magic? You always have a friend wearing bright red shoes. Or is it big red shoes? Is that McDonald's? McDonald's did a commercial. Oh. They took that song and they made it about Ronald. Oh, all right. Yeah, what can you do? That's expensive. All right, anyway, so then the show starts, and there's an epidemic happening all over the world. Comedy, <laughs> theater, movies. Oh, I know what it's going to be. I got two women back here, right yeah. behind me. And I'm not, it's not just women. It is... Majority women, most of the time. Monique. Ask any comedian. Uh Uh-huh. And they're just talking. It's Uh, fucking blowing my mind. And they're like middle-aged women. This isn't like young girls who are like, oh, I text and I'm whatever the fuck. Yeah, It's like a 50-year-old woman. Oh, boy. And she's talking quietly, but she's she's like whispering like that. It's a show. It's a fucking show. What? You're going to miss something with the talking. And I can hear the whispering. So it's literally distracting. It's like he's talking, and it's hard to focus in general. This society, these days, and whatever the fuck. So trying to be on every word, because he's a magician. I'm going to try to figure out what's happening. And I just hear, oh, yeah, yeah, that's totally 
That's crazy. It's <sighs> Jesus. So I turn around, and this goes on for about 10 minutes. I do one head turn. They stop. All right. Then it goes on for a few more minutes. And finally, about 15 minutes in the show of continuous talking, I turn and go, the whole show? Wow. And then they, go, they look at me, and they go, oh, and everyone kind of turns. It's like this weird moment, because it's a small theater. It's like an 80-seat theater. Oh, boy. So then the two seats next to them were open, so they shuffle down two seats as though, like, no, no, just stop talking. Yes, yeah, stop Don't it. move over there. Oh, my God. And I hear him whisper a few more times. Now, I'm going to come back to that. The show is amazing. I highly recommend it. He makes a couple. He only does a few tricks, but they're big, wild tricks. You're impressed. I'm impressed. He does a lot of sleight of hand, which is amazing. Then there's a woman, different woman. He does a sleight of hand. And the woman goes, oh, out loud. And Sarah and I can't stop laughing. I'm like, how can you not be able to contain yourself? Yeah. Just You're going to a magic show. There's going to be magic tricks. Why are you like, oh, like she, like someone fingered her twat? I think some of these gals, they get into it. You know, they, they believe in horoscopes. They they go to the fortune teller, the palm reading cunt. I think they believe this shit for a second. They go, oh, that's my aunt. It's coming through. <laughs> you know, it's like a seance. Well, it was. Just, I mean, it's a cool trick, but it was like, just have a feeling in your head. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Whoa. Yeah, that's kooky. But that was funny. But anyways, I don't want to give away too much because I want people to go see the show because it was really fucking cool. But... He makes a brick disappear, and I learned some stuff after. I talked to Drew Michael, who's also seen the show. Huh. He makes a brick disappear, and he puts it on some street somewhere without leaving. Wow. And Drew was telling me, he's like, the brick is there. You can go see it after. He fucking huh. makes a brick out of the middle. He takes two streets. Someone Maybe someone runs and puts it there. I don't know what the hell happens. Sure. Well, it's not magic. This is another fun thing that happened. He goes, give me, someone, uh, give me a street. He asked this woman, give me a street in New York City, a famous street that everyone will know. And she goes, uh, Irving Place. And the guy's like, uh... Can we try that again? Like a street that everyone would like, what are you doing? Yeah. 42nd Street, right. 14th Street. Broadway. McDougal. Yeah, like, what you, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Irving Place. He's like, a street that everyone will know. Stop trying to sound cool. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. That's either. the one by Union Square? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. guess because it was nearby or whatever, but it's like, uh, no one knows Irving Place. No, it's a two blocks long. Average New Yorkers are like, I don't know, what, what is that? Right. Uh, so anyways, so but he makes his brick disappear. Then he has, he gives someone a book to like write down what you think, how the show ends. It's cr- this crazy thing. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. But the end, the big finish, he goes through, he says, everyone stand up. If you took the I am serious, if you chose something that you actually feels like describes you. Because some people, like I said, some are like, I'm a ninja. They thought it was mm. funny. I'm a, you know, pirate. I'm an N-word. So he's like, if you feel like it actually describes you, stand up. So yeah. Sarah and I stand up. I'm an entertainer. Whoa. She's a procrastinator. So half the crowd stands. So then he goes through and he fucking nails everybody. Wow. He just looks. He's like, fucking gay. Yeah. Tall. Whatever the hell it is. But it's not descriptions. It's like, you're like, this is pretty impressive. Oh, he getting it, he's getting it right. He's getting it right, everyone. Except one woman, he says, entertainer. Uh-huh. And she says, um, no. And then he whispers in her ear and she goes, yeah, that was it. So then she sits down. So we got that one wrong. Uh-huh. But I'm entertainer. He comes to me and he goes, performer. And I went, uh, and he goes, uh-huh. close enough, sit down, which is a little Ooh, bit of a bummer. And I, I was like, like oh, come on. So he must have mixed the two of us. Yes. She was performer. I was entertainer. So we mixed uh-huh. the two. Got it. I didn't like the way he said it, though. He said, close enough, sit down. I'm like, well, you got it wrong. Yeah, yeah. But anyways. I mean, close, but no cigar. He nails everybody, and everyone's like gasping. It's like a pretty unbelievable. Wow. So then he comes to the fucking idiot behind me that's oh, talking the whole show. The Are you yappy, ready for this? Yappy Yenta. Yappy Yenta. Are you ready? Yeah, I am. So he said, <laughs> I loved it. Man, that could be the title. Um, He's also in Black Eyed Peas. So anyways, I ca- it's also a great documentary by Tom Shadyac, which changed my life. We talked about it years ago. I thought it was Shadyac. Might be Shady Acres. Well, Shady Acres. Oh. Ooh, fun. Boy, we're getting to the bottom here. <laughs> we really are in the bottom. We're licking the taint. Rock bottom. So then it comes up to this woman, and I fucking hate She's been talking the whole show. I fucking hate this woman. Hate She's her. talking the whole show at a one-man show. Mad theater. Yes. By the way, theater is what everyone goes to at comedy. When people are talking at a comedy show, would you, like, would you do that at the theater? Uh-huh. Like, the theater is so untouchable that no one even dreams of talking at the theater. Not at Hamilton. But she's talking at the theater. Mm-hmm. It fucking made me crazy. So then, he's looking at her for, like, an extended period, and she goes, you're having trouble with me, aren't you? Oh! And I'm like, oh, you think you're special. You think you're part of the show. You I don't shut up. Woman. I fucking hate her. She's like, I'm giving you trouble, aren't I? Oh! And the guy, he just finally he go, he gets it. And you know what it was? I want you to take a guess at what she chose. Chatty Kathy? No. Motormouth? I am quote a blessing. Ah! Oh, I can't take. 
shaking. I'm, I'm melting. This I'm melting. woman saw, she had to choose a word to describe herself. Oh, my God. She chooses, I am a blessing. Oh, she should be killed in the streets. A blessing. And then he says, if you took it serious, if you feel like it's actually something that describes you, stand up. And she stands up because she thinks, I am. I'm a blessing. And I'm like, you're not a blessing. You're ruining my fucking night. Uh, you're a you're ruining the show. Oh, my God. And then, get this. He says, a blessing? And she goes, yes, I am. And then does a bow. She Ugh. literally says, I am, Ugh. in response to I'm a blessing. She thinks she's a blessing. She talked to the whole fucking show. Wow, see? It's an insight into her mind, into the talker's mind. This is almost good. It's it's like a little, it's like we got some knowledge here because these people who talk think they should be talking. Yes, she thinks I'm a, I'm a bless I'm blessing everybody right now by talking to my friend. Yes, it's like, just sit through a show. And again, we've talked about this before. There's this image of like young kids, the young generation on their phones, and they can't cut. But this is older people. Yeah, fuck- I mean, this is same. a middle aged Manhattanite, presumably woman, just talking through a fucking show. My question, who is the friend? Who's going with her to sit through this yappy cunt? And, and and she considers herself a blessing? I don't want anybody, anybody who considers themselves a blessing, I don't want to be around. Brutal. And how do you not go, hey, shut up, I'm watching the show. Yeah, exactly. I want to hear it. We paid 88 bucks. And you want to go, you're the only one talking. Wow. Nobody else is talking. Man. He's not even talking half the time. He's like breathing and taking his time. Right. But anyways, the show is uh, pretty astounding. And, All right. Uh, but, Four stars. Uh, fun, fun show. It was cool. I mean, there's a couple parts I wish it was a little... I wish there was more magic because there's a lot of build, but it's it's cool and it leaves you talking and thinking and all that bullshit. Fascinating that uh, you were like, oh, how much are we gonna hate this? And then you you liked the show and hated the the audience. Yeah, we ended up liking it, and uh, I thought we were like I said, Sarah had a different impression. She thought it was gonna be like a what's in the box, right, right. but it's like more of like a you know I think it's a guy trying to take it to another level of like a fucking whatever. He's like you know breaking prior. the mold. Yeah, he's something. He's an innovator. But anyways, that's my uh, that's my business over here. Well, Sorry, I got worked up. No, work it up. She stinks. A blessing. Ugh, well, what an embarrassing thing to choose. Your, I'm a blessing. Oh, oh God, I know. Just the, you're having trouble with me, aren't you? <laughs> I wonder how many just twats and tools that guy's seen over the years, just doing the I am's. I'm sure a lot. But yeah. uh, he was he I'm was great. Derek DeGuadio. Ooh, I'm going to give him a Google. Give him a Google. This is a hell of a plug for him. He'll probably hear this and be like, thank you, I couldn't say it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he hated her. Uh, We all hated her. Uh, Well, I had a real kick in the pants on Friday, if I may. Oh, kick me in the pants, please. Well, uh, I saw you. Yeah, well, I'm not uh, here on the weekends that much. So when I'm here, I really like to soak up the city and do a bunch of weekend shows. And the and the shows on the weekend are just more exciting. You get yeah. more money, and the crowds are packed and juiced up. Yeah. Uh, so I got my seller spots, as you do, every Tuesday. And I was excited. Wow, I got this show. I got that show. I'm going to make some dough. These are good good nights. It feels good. The, the booker trusts you to do these shows, blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. So... I, I don't know if I should reveal this, but I had a 7.15 show at McDougal Street, the mm-hmm. Comedy Cellar, and I had a 8 o'clock at Village Underground, which is two blocks away. Then I had a 9 at the stand and a 10 at the stand. So that's a four-show night uh-huh. on a Friday. Pretty good. So uh, at two great clubs. So I'm just sitting at my apartment. I'm... I don't know what's taking over me. I got a, I got it all on my calendar. I don't know what's going on. I'm in my panties. I'm sitting on the couch, diddling my clit, and I get the, where the hell are you? Oh. From the booker. Then I get Oof. the, where the fuck are you? From the manager. Oh. And, it, you know, you have that immediate go, you go, what the hell is this? These fucking dumb cunts. Jesus Christ, get out of my face. And I go, oh, they must have fucked it up. And I look on the schedule. Ah! I'm on the website. Oh, it's oh, on my, my calendar. God. Oh, my God. So I'm freaking out. I'm putting one pant leg on. I'm hopping around my apartment. I'm in my <laughs> bra. I got a lampshade on. I'm like, oh, my God. I got half a lipstick. And I, I just I run out the door, and I run to the manager. Because the booker, obviously, I'm too scared to face. Now, what time is it? Uh, Well, I did all the checking, and I also did a text back like to the manager going, uh, I think you screwed this up here, sister. This is not me. This is on you. And she goes, okay, okay, that's possible, but... 
double check. Uh-huh. And I double checked, and of course they were completely right, and I was in the wrong. And I I text back and or call back. And I go, you're completely right. She goes, I fucking knew it. Gah, you fucked up. And she's really rubbing it in, like she's a firecracker. She is a tom cat. She's like, you fucked up. She is pissed. The booker is pissed. She's gonna kill you. And I'm like, Jesus Christ! I felt like I was eight years old. The principal's after me. Oh boy. So I go, what do I do? What do I do? And it's it's been 13 minutes, you know, since uh-huh. uh, my time. And she goes, just go to the other show, make the other show, then get your fat ass over to the cellar and grovel in oh. person. And I go, oh, my God, I can't do it. And this is like all Alan and all confrontation. I'm you know, hip scared of confrontation. This is a, a scary adult lady. She's going to yell at me. She's got an accent. She so, was in the Army, for God's sakes. The Israeli Army. That's a serious army. Woo-wee. I'm Al-Qaeda. You're ISIS. She wants me dead on a stick. Headless. So I go to the other set, and obviously I'm just doing jokes, but I'm just thinking about the situation the whole time. Yeah. So I'm kind of like not in the moment. It wasn't my best. uh, And uh, I get off stage, and they go, uh, they all know. The whole city knows. Every comic knows. Every security guard knows. Every waitress knows. And they all, they said that, you know, I get off stage, and you feel safe on stage. He's like, I'm supposed to be here. No one can attack me here. And right when I walk off, you just hear... Da, da, da. Wait, no, that's the wedding. That's the one. No, is that it? They're very similar. Dun, the wedding Yeah, similar. Very similar, which is kind of ironic. We're talking about how all marriages end. Yeah, yeah. So you just have that and that walk over. It's two blocks, but it's just that the worst two blocks of your life, you know? You're like, you're just thinking about everything. How's it going to go? What's going to happen? Should I run away? Ah, man up. You're, you're a 34-year-old douche. Get over there. And I go, ah, I can't. By the way, can I just say, for posterity reasons, it's the same block. It's one. It's on the same block. Uh, I'll give it a block and a half, though. I mean, it's technically the same block of buildings. I guess it's the same block. It's around gotta, the corner. you got to take a turn. Yeah, but two blocks is two streets. That's All two right. blocks. It's All around right. the corner. Okay, posterity. Around the corner of the same block. Got it. All right, I hope we're around the corner. Fudge is made. Here we go. <laughs> 200 yards away. 200 yards. Sorry. So No problem. I get there. Painting a picture. And uh, boy, when you swing that door, you feel every second. You walk up those little stick. Ah, just thinking about it. It's giving me the heebie-jeebies. Can I just say the seller on a weekend and this particular Please. booker is terrifying anyways. Yes. Even if you're two hours early and you yes. just did the Tonight Show yesterday. Yes. It's a scary situation because it's everything we want in our lives Sing right it, there. Sister. Yeah, you do everything right and it's scary. It's scary. You get there early, you kill, you high five, and just talking is scary. I don't know if they realize how scared we are. Or maybe I, they do. Maybe I, they like it that way. I suspect they do. All right, well, it, it, it fucking works and they're very successful. So... You go, I walk out. I don't want to get too into it because I don't know how much I can reveal, but whoo-doggy. I mean, I just walked up, unbuckled my belt, pulled my pants down, showed her my ass, and she hit that thing with a wooden spoon, baby. Oh, Nelly, penetration. I said, I said, yes, put it in deeper, bitch. I don't feel a thing. And uh, it was ugly, and, and Liz was there, and Noam was there, the owner, and oh, he was just giving God. me the stink eye, and oh, no boy. And I walked, they, weren't, they were at a booth. And I got the whole business. The whole thing lasted eight seconds, but it felt like three days. And I walk over to the cellar table after, and it was all—it was that feeling of like, you know, in the army when the 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 general beats the shit out of you, and you got to go up, and they'll go, "You okay? Yeah, How you yeah. doing?" It was like a yeah, I'm holding my asshole, I'm bleeding, I'm Jesus. crying. She just texted me right this moment, which is ironical. Whoa, with a spot. Oh, it's Tuesday, so we're getting our spots here. Okay, I just got it as we're as we're well, yelling about it. Guess who didn't get any? Well, it just happened a second right. ago. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, so that was the whole thing. Then I go, "Woo, that was a wild night." I ran over the stand. I told you all about it. I just felt immediately like, "Ah, oh, thank well, God, that's over." It's funny because I was at the stand. They're like, "You want to go next?" Mark's not here, and I was like, "Fucking Mark!" <laughs> and then you came in sweating and bleeding out of the shoe. Uh huh. Well, I appreciate you listening and the whole thing, but uh, yeah. That was a that was a wild night. Just amazing in this bit. You're 34. You, you're scared of getting yelled at by grownups. Well, they have a lot of uh, they have the spots that we uh, desire, and it's yeah. money, and it's uh, yeah, it's a business. It's comedy, so it's it's it is. It's the true love comedy, the passion. So you you want to do it right, but she also is dealing with a bunch of kooks. She's basically just stirring a pot mixed with a bunch of nut jobs and narcissists and wackos. Yeah, it's a it's a tough business, and you gotta run a 
Tight ship. Yeah. You got yeah. fucking 76 spots on a weekend or and something crazy like that. That's why it's the best club, because they run it like at a well-oiled anal. It's a well-oiled machine. I was there Saturday night. We had a great hang. It was Mackie was there throwing back some cocktails, and old Phil Hanley was in good spirits. And, nice. Uh, it was really fun. The music was playing, and the drinks were flowing. And Well, that was Friday. Mm-hmm. So, of course, at the stand, I pound a few scotches back just to, you know, even out. Yeah, what do you call it? Uh, Take the edge off. Thank you. A lot of edge. And uh, so I call up the lady. I go, what are you doing? She goes, I'm out here with my gay friend drinking in Soho. And I go, I'm on my way. Those gay friends are always, always, you're always nervous to touching the tits. Nah, he's all right. He's super gay, so he's not touching any tits. But sometimes the gay, they do it non-sexually. They're like motorboating. They're yeah. like, I'm gay. And you're like, come on, that's my he's, wife's tits. He's, I hear you, but he's one of these waspy gays. He doesn't oh, like really? to get into it. Like if I go, so anal, what's that all about? He goes, ah, I don't want to go. Come oh. on, you top, you bottom, you take it in the ass, you mouth it, you like a skull fuck. What are you into? And he goes, ah, I don't want to. A private gay. Private gay, which is a great uh, army member. Yeah. <laughs> so. See, I like, a, I, like, I like to get in all the game is that you and i are similar i want to get questions answered but this guy he's tight-lipped and tight butt all my gay friends i say well, tell me about the the sex the blow tell job me, who's hot i'm going through a uh, grinder it's fun yeah yeah i watch gay porn every day <laughs> he's hot he's i do have a thing for gay the, the three gay movies call me by your name brokeback mountain philadelphia three of my favorite movies of all time i uh, love gay pictures gay pick gay <laughs> pictures yeah they're good uh, yeah, I never got these guys like, whoa, I, oh, I don't want to hear this shit. Whoa, they're like covering their ears. I'm like, what are you, a douche? You can't hear it? You're going to turn gay? It's I never very, got this. Very guys strange. We had some tweet at us when we had Tim Dillon on. They were upset. Ugh, idiots. All right, I'm going to try to pack this in because I got a whole Saturday to get into here. Pack it in whole. Yes, fudge pack. Gay pick. So. Green Bay. Now I get sloppy drunk and I kind of black out on scotch. Get home. Bada bing, bada boom, the the, uh, the alarm goes off. It's 11 a.m. I go, oh, my God, I got an Amtrak in one hour. Oh, no. I, I got to get to Beantown to do the Wilbert open for Burt Kreischer. Wow, we were at the Wilbert back-to-back weeks. That's right. Unbelievable. The machine. So I go, ah, I throw my my dress on. I go, hey, see you later, sister. I kick her in the veg, and I jump on the Amtrak, and I'm hung over out of my mind. I'm just sluggish. I'm on that seat going, oh, I hate myself. Now, this is an epidemic I want to get into. All right. It's the night It's the night before the Super Bowl. I'm on the Amtrak going to Beantown, and there's uh-huh. an energy there, my friend. I mean, the Patriots are in there. It's a whole thing. I'm familiar. Yes. So there's a lot of jerseys on the train. There's a lot of hooting and hollering, a lot of Boston clamor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they get on the, all right, that was back bay. Go Patriots. Like, all right, we got right, it. We got right. it. Guy's on the blower here. So this is what I want to get into. The train is pretty full. I guess people are going to watch the game with their families. I don't know. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of this going on. I like a window seat because I got the plug in the window. Yeah. A lot of these cocksuckers out there are sitting on the edge seat, tray down, laptop up, bags on the window seat. Oh, See, I do that with no bag. I leave it open, and I'm happy to have someone over there, but I like the aisle because I piss a lot, and I got a long leg, and well, I piss a lot. I studied everybody around me. The guy in front of me is sitting in the window seat, legs stretched over the other seat. Oh. Then the guy next to him in the other aisle has the tray down with the laptop going on the outside seat, bags on the window seat, and the guy next to me is just bagged on all seats and just laying on top. I mean, they're just saying, hey, fuck you, no one's sitting next to me. Yeah, they don't want to accept that someone might sit next to them. I'm very accepting. Yes! You know what I like the best? I find a petite woman who looks like she'll smell okay, and I sit right there, right off the bat, uh, even if there's open seats. Interesting. Because I know at some point I'm going to sit with someone, so I want control over who I'm sitting with, oh. and I want somebody petite that looks quiet. I like it. That's good lodge. Yeah. Well, these guys are sticking to it. They won't budge. So everybody, every stop we do, somebody gets on and gets off. So I had a new person next to me because they all look and go, oh, I don't want to, that guy's got a train uh-huh. on. He's got a bag. You're and welcoming. I, I'm welcoming. I got the seat wide open. I don't want them sitting next to me either, but I'm a human being. You're a good person. So I'm sitting next to snot-nosed Jimmy and the smelly Asian and the fat douche. So it's a whole thing. I, I meet 30 people. I'm speed dating over here. Old snot-nosed Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these guys, I mean, I as I said, I'm jealous of them and I hate them because, you know... They got what they wanted, but they're also evil. Uh-huh. So whatever, what are you going to do? But I'm hungover, so I'm cranky and douchey. So I get to 
The South Station. I'm very excited. Opening for The Machine, Wilbur, Boozin', Beantown. We got a uh, W Hotel stay, which is right across the street. Oh, we didn't get a W. Oh, love a big W. I stayed there for the half hours. Ah. Nice. So I get there, and uh, I didn't realize you can walk from South Station to the W. It's like a 15-minute walk. You can walk everywhere in the city. All right. It's a small town. Sorry, disabled. But, uh, yeah, so I go, ah, fuck it. So all I have is a little suitcase and a fanny pack, because that's all you need. I'm staying one night. Right. So I go down to the W. I throw my bag down. It's a beautiful room. I got the view of the Wilbur from my hotel. Wow. It's great. Thank you, Kreischer. And uh, and they said, we want you at the theater by 6. I get to the hotel at 5.30. I take a mean boom boom, throw on some perfume, go down to the Wilbur. I wait, work on my set. I'm just doing a hot 20. Leanne walks in. That's his wife. Oh, Very, I don't I know get, Leanne. What's that? I don't know Leanne. Very lovely woman from Georgia. Nice gal. Good times. We chatted up. Bert likes to show up a little later. And then uh, we chat, get to know her. It's very nice. Bert shows up. We shoot the shit. We hit it off. We trash some comics. It's a great time. Do the first show. I can hear him giggling in the side. Oh, that's Which, sweet. He's a sweet guy. He's such a good guy. And he cares about comedy. But... The crowd wasn't great. Really? I mean, they were good. They were like a hot crowd, but I was—I thought it was going to be a, a ruckus. I see. You know, he's got a party group, a party fan. Yeah, yes. So I'm like, ah, Wilbur, here we go. And also, I'm still hungover. So I'm trying to like even out. I've had four cups of coffee. I've had thir- 13 beers. I'm trying to like get back to Normanville. Uh-huh. I can't do it. So I kind of was like, ah, that wasn't great. I mean, it was great, but it wasn't killer. It wasn't what you wanted. It wasn't what I wanted. I so I felt a little weird that he went up and he kicked it out of the park, but he's doing a special. Oh, so wow. he had an hour ready and it was good. Like it's like a solid stand up hour. Cause I was always like, Oh, he's a, he's a story guy. He's a drunk guy. But this was like punchy, punchy, punchy. Wow. Good. Personal talking about his dad, his childhood, his kids. It's a, it's a great hour. I'm excited to see it. And here's what's fun. His wife watches him. She's dying. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. You don't see that anymore. No, you don't. She is all, all like keeled over like, ah, that's her kids. He's talking about. So oh, that's, that's fun. wonderful. Yeah. It was a Wunderbar. beautiful thing. Yeah. So, uh, we go back. We got our little downtime between shows. We hang out. We get some food. We diddly daddly. Uh, Taylor is that Taylor the, the Taylor the yeah Wilbur lady. Yep. She's the she's amazing. Yeah, she keeps that ship running beautifully. And I I gotta be honest. I lied to her. I was so hungry and I didn't want to go out and get any food. I want to leave the theater. So I go. Bert's wife is hungry. And oh, she goes. Oh, geez. don't worry. I'll get a menu. And I was like. Oh, nice. <laughs> so Good sorry, Leanne, but I put it on her. So then second show rolls around. We go out there, and it's just bananas. I am kicking ass. Bert's doing the storying. He's going, Norman's killing. Ah, I got a million followers. It's the best. I wanted to do a queef, but I couldn't do it with the wife there because I couldn't. It was a whole thing. Yeah, no queef with the wife. So... Killing hot show. He goes up and just, uh, I mean, the, the they get to, they're, they're on their feet. They're going crazy. Like, Bert, Bert, the machine, the machine. Tom is fat. Leanne, Ari's gay. The whole thing. Wow. And they love him so much. And they, it's just killing. And you're like, man, if this is your special, you're going to be, you're going to be great. Bulletproof. And uh, just a great night. And then Bert is such a mensch. He leaves. He goes down to the lobby of the Wilbur. It's jam-packed. The, the cold air is coming in from the outdoors. He is shirtless. Wow. Couple drinks in, taking a photo with hundreds, hundreds of people, photos. Wow. And they're all trying to talk to him, but he's trying to be nice and he's super gentlemanly. And he's going, I, I got I want to talk, but I gotta keep it moving, you know. And he goes, Everybody go to the TAM. You know the TAM? Oh, believe me, I know the TAM. Everybody go to the TAM. We'll go to the TAM and drink. He goes with all of them. The TAM is jammed. He walks in, they're like, ah! Oh, they probably hated him. That's like a real towny local fucking well, dive bar. It's all his people. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he jammed the place, and I'm talking to him, and they're they're getting to know us. I'm talking about Tuesdays. They're writing shit down. They go, I never heard of you before. What are you ugly and all thing? And it was a great night. Bert did it up. We did it till like four in the morning. We closed the place down. We went back to the W. Passed out. And he got on a flight at like eight a.m. I don't know how he did it. Boy, he's an he's animal. He's a real soldier. He's a he's a warrior. What do they call him? The warrior. The machine. Not the machine. He is the machine. I don't know how he does it. He's a special, special guy. I even asked him back. I was like, how do you do it? You're you're 86 years old. You look like hell. What's the secret? He goes, I don't know. Just do it. Wow. He never had any, no bragging, nothing. He's just he's just that guy. No kidding. Yeah. Drunk. Oh, so I get a text. My my uh, 
Amtrak's at noon the next day. I wake up at like 10 a.m. I'm hungover again. Two days hungover. So that's when you start going, I got to stop this. What Double hang. Double hang. Hangman. So I Hangman. I get a text at 8 a.m. from my guy. I got one eye open. I go, eh, what does this say? And it says, you're not going to believe that. Oh, I forgot a thing. So some guy at the bar was just super annoying and had like a crazy eye. Ah. This fat guy with a beard and a blue plaid shirt. And he was crazy like, eye killer. Yeah, he was like bothering Bert. And he kept holding you. He's one of those guys who would hold you, ah. you know, and pull your arm. You're like, come this way, photo, meet my girl, photo. And you're like, all right. He just, he looked shifty. Yeah. The kind of guy who was like, oh, this guy is going to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. So he was weird. So I wake up to a text from Bert at 8 a.m. It said, Somebody got stabbed at the TAM last night. Oh, at see, like that's the TAM. Six in the morning. That's the kind of place it is. Yeah, and I go, oh, I hope it was the blue shirt guy, because that guy deserved it. So uh, then he got on a flight, the whole thing, and I sent him a bunch of tags for jokes, which was nice. The tag. Yes, and I uh, got back on the Amtrak. Once again, the outside seat cunts were in full effect, and uh, got to New York. Went to a Super Bowl party where I offended three people out of the gate. Some Brooklyn woke people didn't like it. Nah, jeez. I made a, a Tom Brady uh, sun-kissing joke. That got weird. Mm-hmm. Then I said his haircut looks special needs. She went, oh, special needs. I was going to say little kiddish. Jesus Christ. Oh, but wow. I was like, oh, come on. And then uh, my gal got up to wash a dish. I go, I've never seen you wash a dish. And she goes, Jesus. Oh. I was joking. Yeah. So then I went to the cellar. That was amazing. I got there right for the Eagles win. Big J's going crazy. Vecchione's going crazy. Ari's going crazy. Soda's going. It was just a beautiful night. Free food. Two six-inch subs. Six-foot subs. Uh-huh. 12 Bobby, foot of sub. Bobby Kelly, the whole thing. And uh, had a few drinks, and that was the weekend, folks. Woo, baby. Yeah, it was a great one. It's Hot dog. so fun to leave regular people and go to comedians. Yes. You know, I made a joke about, what's that guy, Matt Patricia? Oh, yeah. He, I said he looked like a terrorist, and that, that just shut the room down. I mean, it was uh, uh, not good in Brooklyn. Oh, jeez. Yeah, well, but you can say whatever about whatever at the comedian table. Yeah, you can say uh, he looks like, uh, you know, your mother's cunt. Yeah. Which he does. I think I did. And Similar that was that. hair pattern. Well, we got to wrap this thing up here. I mean, we're overtime. Yeah, good time. Good pod. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to meet you. Uh, boy, a lot of stuff coming out. The Netflix half hour. I believe, tentatively, it's going to be March 20th. Oh, right. It's very uh, tentacly. So, but uh, tell a friend every Tuesday. Make sure you watch that and tell everybody you know, for God's sakes. We're going to really make a push for that. And uh, tell some friends, go hit the Patreon. We got some new shirts coming. We got a super cool design coming oh. up, which is going to be fun. I got new dates added. Denver Comedy Works. They're all on my website, comedianjoelist.com. And go hit my Facebook page, Comedian Joe List on Facebook. Give it a like and follow me. And uh, hopefully, uh, big things are happening. And uh, Chipotle gift cards, all that stuff. We love you guys so much. I really am very grateful for uh, all this stuff. So yeah. thank you. Do you say new shirts are coming? New shirts are coming. And, uh, the whole thing. Queefs, bonus ep, uh, come see us live, marknormancomedy.com. Hit the tweet, yell at Chipotle, go to the Facebook page. We love you. God bless America. And we'll see you all in anal. My father's gay. <laughs>